0: Are your kitchen and bathroom way overdue for a remodel? Well, I got the guy for you. Call John Sellers at First Response Contracting, 484-256-7136, both residential and commercial services, and he's licensed and insured. Call him at 484-256-7136, First Response Contracting. Hello, here we are again. You're listening to Real Estate and You. I'm Brad Wiseman, your host. And uh, each week we uh, come up with all kinds of cool stuff about real estate, of course. And this week I thought, why not jump into uh, something that uh, is is very much needed right now, which is air conditioning. And uh, who I have with me right now is Craig Wiseman from Comfort Pro. Uh, He's not only uh, one of the owners there, but he's also my brother. So I have him coming in here and he's going to be talking to me right here in the studio. And uh, we're going to talk about HVAC stuff. So, how you doing? All right. How are you? I'm doing great. Doing great. So, uh, yeah. So, I, I brought you in here because there's so much that uh, we get questions on in real estate when it comes to the HVAC business. Mm-hmm. And one of the things right now, because it's stinking hot out there. I mean, I, I think it's one of the, it's. It's like probably what real feel of ninety or maybe out there right now. I believe so. Yeah. So. What I want to know is, that people say you should have your your HVAC system or your central air system um, checked every year. What are, What are they doing in the air conditioning season for our systems to check them?
1: Well, um, we start off by taking some measurements of the the split across the coil, which is telling us the performance, which is kind of like the miles per hour. Okay, Um uh, miles sense. per gallon. It's it's uh, it's telling us. The not necessarily the efficiency, but how well it's doing its job. Okay. Um, we like to see anywhere from 16 to 20 degree differential between uh every turn and supply. Okay. Uh, the other thing we're going to check is safeties, uh, which can be not so much safeties in 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 air conditioning, but also we're going to be checking capacitors, which okay. is the electrical part of it. Uh, capacitors can can make your motors uh, wear out quicker. Okay, and uh, in fact, I just uh, was over at a friend of mine's and he needed a capacitor and put it on and got it working for him.
0: And isn't that the thing that like kind of kickstarts it or like starts yeah, it up does, the system?
1: Kind of does two things. You have a start capacitor and you have a run capacitor. Start capacitor starts the compressor, and then run capacitor keeps it going. Oh, okay. Keeps, keeps the the uh, the voltage in line. Right. Um, so that's how the capacitors work, but um, they're important to check. Uh, also on your blower inside, not just the outdoor unit. Blower inside has a capacitor. It's a pretty small one, but it does do a, you know a, a job that can can make your uh, motors last longer.
0: Interesting. So if those things are not checked, and I I think I'd heard you say before with the capacitors and with those kind of things, if if you're not maintaining them and they go, mm-hmm. it could probably be. Is it worse if they go while it's running? Or yeah, I
1: mean a typical capacitor, you know, change out is like two hundred bucks. A motor change out is eight hundred bucks. Okay, I'd much rather do a capacitor change out than a motor.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And the other thing too, um, you, when you're outside checking the outdoor unit, you're checking for the refrigerant today too, right?
1: Yeah, uh, we check refrigerant, but we're also checking the coil on the outdoor okay. unit to see if it's dirty. There's a couple ways to check that. Um, you check it with temperatures, uh, or you can even just look at the pressure. Okay. But, you know, if, if we if we check something every year, um, you're going to catch the little stuff. Right, right. You know, instead of, you know, some people don't get it checked for 10 years, and then you, you have to spend $2,000, then they're at the point where I'm also just replace it.
0: Gotcha. You know,
1: So it's like anything. It's like your car. I mean, yeah. if, if you run your car down the road for 10 years and never have it checked, right?
0: You're, there's a good likelihood that you have an expensive bill
1: yeah. uh, later on. Yeah. yeah, nine times out of 10 when you see a car along the road with a tire off of it, that's because they didn't check the pressure.
0: Right, exactly.
1: You know, I, I see that all the time. In fact, yep. I just went away this weekend and there was, you know, trailers and trucks and stuff on whatnot on the on the side of the road with, you know, changing tires. Yeah, You got to check them. Yeah, and it's funny how people don't do
0: that. So when you're when you're looking at the ACCs, and I know a lot of times you guys always say too that the main part about air conditioning is removing the moisture, not as much as dropping the temperature, or is it both, or how does that work?
1: Well, you have to remove the moisture before you can drop the temperature. Okay, because the water that accumulates on the coil is actually insulating the coil.
0: Okay, so therefore,
1: it can't drop the sensible temperature; it can only drop the latent. Now it
0: sounds very technical. That's really beyond my brain. Yeah, so well, what you're saying is that, but the
1: humidity's not Yeah, good. latent, it means unseen. So okay. latent heat is unseen heat that you can feel, but you can't see. Got it. So that's why I always say, well, the real feel is this. Well, right. that's latent heat. It's the, it's the actually a Latin term for unseen.
0: Right. And I know my, my uh, thermostat that you guys actually sold me um, tells me real feel. Yes. Which I've never seen that before on it a thermostat.
1: In, yeah. It includes the humidity. Yeah,
0: so it, it's mm. it's taking that account, all yep. into account. Amazing. So what can we do um, besides the maintenance every year? I guess basically it's it's the maintenance every year, mm. and the other thing I want to talk about when we get back to refrigerant. Uh, I know that there's some refrigerants that are pretty much out of they're not they're, you can't get them, yeah, or if I'll, you
1: get them they're expensive as could be. Yeah, R twenty two is is pretty much going to be done. You're not going to be able to get that. I think uh, after this year. And when was was that gas being used? Like, when was that popular? Through my whole career. Really? Okay. In 1985, when I started in the business, that's when we were replacing R12 systems with R22. And then roughly, I'm going to say 2000, early 2000s, we started to go to 410A. Okay. And now they're finding that uh, 410A is no longer safe for the environment. Uh, so now we're going to be going to another refrigerant. Amazing, yeah. So, so that's so the four ten
0: A is going to be four ten A is
1: going to be history. Yeah. Oh
0: my goodness! So the R twenty two. So what when we talk about everybody always says Freon? What is Freon
1: in comparison to those things? Is well, it Freon, Freon was is a is a brand name by Dupont. Ah, okay. okay. Got so it. like Kleenex. Got it. And, okay, so, know, Freon you know, yeah, um, so Freon is a refrigerant. Yeah, Scotch tape. So Freon is is a refrigerant that was made by Dupont um that was just our name for it. Okay, got yeah. it. So when you get down south they call it Freezone.
0: Freezone. Yeah. Freezone. Get your Freezone. <laughs> Unbelievable. So basically we want to make sure that that uh we want to get the efficiencies which basically would be getting a new system because you're going to get better refri- well not better refrigerant but more eco-friendly refrigerant and cleaning the coils and things like that is going to increase your efficiencies. Yeah. The
1: other reason they changed the name too to Freon it was easier to say. Yeah. R22 is monochlorodifluoromethane.
0: Yeah, that's not good. We don't. want That's something. Yeah. Could you imagine calling uh, your HVAC uh, contractor and saying that you needed that as yeah. opposed to Freon? Uh, that's pretty interesting. So let's go into the um, the clean air stuff or any kind of um, you know uh, air filtering type things. I know that you see in in the the targets and things like that. You'll see these, and I see them a lot of times in homes. These little space air purifiers. Mm Um, what, what is the, are they
1: really doing anything? Those are pretty much a gimmick in, in the sense that the size of them to do your house is, is just not large enough. Okay. What if I have one in each room? You could do one in each room. It would probably work, but you got to watch with some of that stuff. Some of it produces ozone. Okay. So um, ozone's not a good thing for your lungs.
0: It's not? No. Okay, it's not. No. So you're saying, but what what you guys would do is what, what you would suggest is a whole system that basically w- would be installed
1: on the main unit if you have central heat and air. Yeah, it uses LED light. Okay. Uh, rather than, the other ones were electrolysis or electronic. Yes. Um, this uses an LED light. Uh, and then mixed with, I'm not exactly sure what it yeah, does, yeah. but it creates a, a, a substance similar to uh, hydrogen peroxide, Interesting, which is actually then airborne uh, and then, you know, clings and clings to the dirt and stuff and, and the contaminants in the air. Interesting. Interesting. So
0: do you know now, obviously with COVID here, and I don't want to put you on the spot cause I didn't prepare you for this, but is, mm-hmm. do you think there's going to be something, or do you think there's something that's going to be out there that can maybe make our houses a little bit better or cleaner for any kind of a COVID type
1: situation? Yeah, they, there is actually uh, some products out there that we actually do sell. The problem was when COVID started, they were selling to the hospitals. Right, got so we, we couldn't get a hold of any of their units. We actually put a billboard up that said that we weren't going to sell them, and a week later we couldn't get any.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Yeah. So
0: <laughs> talk about being put in the
1: spot. Yeah, it uh, it didn't work too good uh, with that, but now we can get them. We can get the products. Okay. And uh, in fact, I had I got one and put one in my house.
0: Is there a, is a HEPA filter used for that? Does that do anything?
1: No, HEPA filter is pretty much uh, particulate. Okay, something, something that is not necessarily seen. Okay, but it's it's not going to kill bacteria. It's not going to kill or it. Kill virus. So we need something to actually take care of that. Right. Interesting. And, and HEPA is a passive filter. Okay. So it it catches some of it, but not all of it. Very so interesting. It, just, it relies on passes through it. Interesting. I I didn't realize that. I didn't realize
0: mm-hmm. that that's what it did. Mm-hmm. So now let's go. Even though we don't need heat right now, uh, let's talk a little bit about heating season and and what uh, is going on with the fuels and things that we have today. I know natural gas has gotten incredibly um, efficient or, or, or
1: inexpensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that still the way to go? Yeah. I mean, if you can get it, if you can get it, right. Yeah, if if it's... you can get natural gas, that's, that to me is the best Okay, you know, or the cheapest, uh, and also the most cost effective. And what about propane? Propane, I would say would be second. Okay. But close second to propane would be, um, geothermal. Okay. Okay. So if you can't get natural gas, I would probably go geothermal. Geothermal, mm-hmm. which is a higher cost going into, oh, a it. much higher cost. Yeah, but you can get it. The grant has been extended. Okay, so you can get grants yeah. for that. Yeah, so you can get thirty uh, percent back on the total cost of install.
0: You know, it's so funny. Somebody just asked me about that recently. As if they a still tax had credits. grants.
1: Yeah, it's a tax credit. Tax credit. Okay, mm-hmm.
0: so you just file file some paperwork and send it to the government. Yep. and You get a tax credit. Yep. So i um, going back here. This question I always get when when uh, when somebody's buying a property. Mm-hmm. Let's just say it's out in the rural areas. Mm-hmm. Okay. They buy a property and the house has an older system and it's oil. Okay. And they always, they say to me, well, what would we do if we were to replace this? What's the best, not only there's the best, the most efficient, you know, with, that, with staying within mm-hmm. reason price wise. Now, geothermal to me is always like a, you know, even with the, the, discounts or whatever it might be a step in, in as far as expense but what about is it should they go to propane should they go to heat pump with propane backup should they go to you know
1: what what would be the best thing to do in those situations i would say it got to depend on on how much money you want to spend up front gotcha you know if you if you don't want to spend a lot of money up front then you'd have to go with uh i would say just a, a propane furnace okay with a heat pump okay so heat pump with that'd be called a dual fuel okay um or you could do geothermal Geothermal, I think, is probably the best thing to do Okay, um, just because of overall expensive. It also depends on how long you're going to stay there. Right, to get you know, your money back. To get your money back. Because you need investment. at least 20 years to get your money back with geothermal. Wow, that's a long time. Sometimes it can be sooner than that. And now, is that with the 30% credit or is that without, you think? I mean, is No, that's that... without the 30%. Okay, credit. that's Once without. Once you add the 30% credit, it's a little bit quicker. return. Yeah. gotcha. Yeah. Okay, very cool.
0: So what about, um, and I hear this all the time, heat pumps, just a strict, mm. straight up heat pump. People get all crazy. Oh my gosh, they're terrible! If you've gotten one of those in the past ten to fifteen years, mm-hmm. it's a lot better than our grandparents' heat pump. Oh my word,
1: yeah, right? Yeah, like tenfold. Yeah, well, that's I wouldn't say I tenfold, but, but yeah, they've gone from from uh, from your your efficiency of, of three to one, they're up to four point six to one. So it's changed. Know? So it's it's changed a lot, and it, yeah. uh, you get a little bit better heat out of it. Uh, the temperatures actually haven't changed much. It's just you're getting a better efficiency
0: interesting so the temperature because that's the thing you always hear too with heat pumps oh the, the the air coming out in the in the winter the air coming out of there is not hot enough it's not like a mm-hmm. it's not hot how can it's always blur blowing cold air what
1: that's well technically it is to your body it is right because your body's at 98.6 or 98 roughly um and that's debatable because they're saying now that your body temperature is lower than 98 really, oh interesting but anyway um yeah, whenever you're 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 at or close to your body temperature or below your body temperature, uh, you feel uh cold when yeah. the air moves across it because sure. it's evaporating the moisture off your skin. Gotcha. So it's gonna feel um, you know, wind chill pretty yeah, much. Yeah, amazing. Amazing. Yeah. So yeah, I mean you're gonna typically get uh and that's all based on outside temperature. Right. right which is nice with the geo. You don't have, the, based on an outside temperature, you're based on ground temperature. Ground temperature, which then it's a, it can take the heat out of that source, Correct. right? there's more
0: heat to take. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Well, you know what? I appreciate you coming in here today to ask answer mm-hmm. some questions. These are things I hear all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you are Craig Wiseman. You're from yes. Comfort Pro. Yes. And I guess the website's still the same, uh, Comfort Pro pro.com is that yes, right that's it and i think i know the phone number 610-926-4200 correct is that right yep so thanks a lot for coming in today i appreciate Alrighty. it and uh we'll be doing some more shows and uh in the near future all right thanks for listening okay. so there you have it that was craig wiseman from comfort pro Please listen again next week. I'll have some more people on here. Actually, I got Tony Daskas coming in from uh, the Goodfellas Granite Company. So that's going to be a really fun, uh, you'll have to check it out. All right.